0: up everyone welcome to another episode of for the love of cinema episode number 231 where tonight we're talking about in the heights peter rabbit to the runaway and we're going to talk about how loki is starting i am one of your hosts grayson maxwell i'm roger stillion and i'm christopher bond guys how are you how was your week anything interesting happening it's father's day I, yeah no happy cares. father's day to all the fathers out there of course people can not to I, me I mean, I chris care. you piece yeah. of garbage <laughs> Hold on a second. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Does that not encompass you as well?
1: The way you said it, it felt like it didn't.
0: <laughs> what well, did? And Chris, also, like two weeks, three weeks ago, didn't you yell one of us for saying you had kids and you you, you didn't want to be discriminated as such as being a father?
2: Well, yeah, this is true, and this still holds true today, sir.
0: Well, you but you're the one who brought it up. All right, <laughs> Happy Father! You guys do anything fun to celebrate? I made meats on a grill, smoking meats, and then I drank beers.
2: I uh, I went on I went on a trip with my kids
1: uh, Thursday, Friday. I went
2: to a water. I went to Idlewild. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, we actually had a really good time. Good, yeah.
1: good for you guys. Fun. Those can be stressful events.
0: They were, but also fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, they can be very fun, or they can be very
0: not fun. <laughs> very nice. This week, actually, just earlier today, I went to see. So, I lived in Atlanta when I was two years old to five years old, and I went to go see the house, and it looks amazing. The neighborhood looks a little different than I way I remember it, but it's pretty much the same, and it was really cool to see that. Was it like a meth den? It was not (laughs) a meth den. It was actually one of the more expensive places to live in Georgia, uh, in Atlanta, Sunwoody.
2: It was one of the more expensive meth dens.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. That's that. You know. Come to think of it, if you're gonna do that, like that's probably the neighborhood neighborhood like that to do it in because like no one suspects them.
1: All right. <laughs> Not
0: that we can do <laughs> drugs or anything. These Avengers met clips from Grayson. <laughs> <I bet> them, <laughs> met If you from live in this
1: area and you sold meth, <laughs>
2: no one would actually suspect it.
0: This is our right. podcast. What do we? Uh, did you guys watch anything else besides what we watched for this week? I watched a soccer game. It was Ooh. incredible. Yes. Yeah, those are good. What so about I've you, seen, Chris?
2: I've seen a little bit of Luca at this point. Little Luca.
0: Little Luca. Yeah. Your kids are enjoying it, are they yes. not? Yeah, they watched good. it a couple times now. And that is, that's on Disney Plus, uh, not behind any kind of a paywall. Correct. All right. So, I mean, makes that's... Makes sense to me. Why?
1: Why it's not behind a paywall.
0: Well, you. I I just have questions of why it's not behind a paywall. That's, that's all. I mean, did they think it wasn't good enough? But, I mean, Mulan was... Absolutely atrocious, and that was still behind a thirty dollars paywall.
1: Yeah, it made two hundred million dollars behind that paywall. That money, <laughs> that's though. what I'm saying. I, was like,
0: <laughs> I don't know, <clears throat> So why not Luca then? Did they just feel like because they put so much behind the paywall lately, and Black Widow's going to be behind the paywall that they had to give something? You know,
2: that's actually an interesting, interesting optic. That might be what's going on. You know, where they're like,
0: yeah, we got a lot
2: coming out that we're going to maybe they can only have for. one
0: thing on Premier
1: Access at a time. Maybe yeah, something <laughs> like
2: that.
0: That's probably not too bad from the truth, too far from the truth, actually. Yeah, someone
2: access. somewhere decided that that was the metric, you know, one at a time, you know, some. And
0: you know, as group. I was thinking about that, do you. Is there going to be like a. You think there's going to be a form of Disney Plus that allow – like, for a more expensive monthly that allows you to do Premiere Access? I no.
2: Hope, I hope not. God, that would be terrible.
0: Why?
1: Because then you just added tiers to your subscription service. Yeah,
2: that, that stuff, you know. I don't know. No one wants the fifty dollar version of Hulu. You know what I mean? So What's the fifty? What, what does that version include? That's that's the one that has like live TV services and things. Oh, no, I do I'm sure we find use for it, but like it's tiered that way, and yeah, I don't know. it's just hard to deal with for like I, I feel like for like a streaming platform. Yeah, I'm sure we'll just do the
0: basic. Yeah. All right. Well, this is episode 231 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean. That's that's New York time, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office. Current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. So without further ado, let's jump into the box office. Interesting selection this week. Number one. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard bringing eleven point seven million domestic, bringing us worldwide so far of seventeen point one. We're going to talk about that one next week. A Quiet Place Part Two still bringing in on its what third fourth week third week third Third week third week a very respectable nine point four million, which brings its worldwide total is slowed down quite a bit two hundred and twenty one point nine. That's still a damn good number for... Slowed her. down quite a bit. Still made a quarter of a billion dollars. Almost. I mean, almost a quarter me. of a billion. All right, number three. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. 6.1 million domestic, bringing in a total of 90 worldwide. Well, there you go, Roger. There's the reason we have a sequel, because it makes money. Uh, geez, How did that movie make 90 million? What in the world? I have Easter. Yeah, it's not even Easter. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, coming in at number four, 5.2 domestic, worldwide 142. That's not too bad for that one. And Cruella, bringing in a very respectable 5.1 million, bringing this worldwide total to just shy of 160 at 159. Isn't Cruella on Premier Access right now? I think so, yeah. Yes, that was the last one. I bet Access. you they can't
1: have more than one thing on Premier Access at a time. Or they
0: won't. Can't yeah. is, I think, a okay, relative yeah, I'm term Of
1: course they could. Yeah. But I bet you that's why. Corella's oh, wow, still yeah. there. And Corella, And then you know you, that... You know,
2: so this may have hurt them in a way. I bet if Corolla No, no, they money, don't care about that. I bet... Either. Well, no, okay. Hear me out. I bet if Corolla wasn't making money, they would have cut it off of Premier Access and then put Luke on Premier Access. No, Cruella because they, well, they're going to keep it running on there. Sure. Like that. No,
0: because they're 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 not going to because it says on Premier Access, Cruella is on Premier Access until this date. Yeah. Once you put a date, you, you you can't go back on that. So I mean, people who pay, you know, they're like, okay, I'll pay thirty bucks. I don't want to wait until whenever August or September, okay. and then the next week it's free. They're going to be pissed. Well, really? no,
1: no, he didn't say they would be free. Yeah. He just said it wouldn't be on Premier Access anymore.
0: But what other option is there besides free and Premier Access?
1: It's like when a movie leaves the movie theater yeah, and no, then isn't immediately available for a while. The people,
0: the people
2: that have bought it, they still have it, but no one else can buy it now until it actually comes out for free.
1: Yeah, that's how like movies used to work. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I
0: understand that, but it's just to, once you put it once you give a date to something, it's like it doesn't matter how poorly it performs. Well,
1: now though, even if a movie comes out in theaters like 3 weeks after it's done, they're like, "Hey, it's <laughs> you get it streaming now. Yeah, get yeah. It on
0: Blu-ray 4K. Yes, early access streaming."
1: Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, what was it when Nobody came out. Wasn't yeah, it like, it was, it was like 10 days it was later? It's like, you can watch this on demand. And I'm just like, well, hell yes, was, I can. We
2: got our opening week. Here you guys go. Thanks.
0: Well, actually, I saw that on the same week it came out on in theaters. It was available on iTunes to rent for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. All right. World so is doing way better than the way I thought it would do, though. So good for it. But is also a much better movie than I, than I was thinking it was going to be also oh, yeah. that's kind of what i mean it
1: remains to be seen if it's better than luca though
0: it True. remains to be seen all right this week we're let's look at the um, current upcoming releases this week brings us the hitman's wife's bodyguard we have fatherhood on netflix and pixar's luca those are the main releases and next uh next week is a big week a little indie movie you may have heard of fast and the furious part nine uh with Vin i think Diesel. they're officially just calling it f9 f9 have they officially like fast nine yeah okay I was going through the Twitter filters. Is it already in some countries, or is it, has no, it not launched yet? Maybe. I don't I think
2: no
1: so. Okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if somebody got it last week. That happens from time yeah. to time.
0: Yeah. July 2nd, the next big week after the Fast 9, is that's the fourth July weekend. That's Boss Baby, The Family Business, The Forever Purge, and The Tomorrow War. Then I saw
1: we have, a Tomorrow War
0: commercial on TV today. I, I saw that. Was, I was going like, to make a note of that. Interesting. Yeah. And also, there's another trailer. There's a Tomorrow War, of uh, two thirty-two length trailer. Trailer two. Oh. So we've seen we've seen the teaser and the first trailer. They're really pushing this thing, man. They really want people to watch this. July Night, Black Widow, another tiny movie you may have heard of, coming out in theaters and Disney Plus. Then the week after that, we have July sixteenth, Escape Room, Tournament of Champions, and Space Jam: A New Legacy. Finishing out July, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania, Old, and Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. I, I try to put a pause between each of those, because you can just... Old Snake Eyes. <laughs> old Snake Eyes. <laughs> that movie Old freaks me out still. And then trailer. July 30th, Jungle Cruise, which is on theaters and Disney+. Plus. Death on the Jungle Cruise, you mean? So actually, not- that's going to... Jungle Cruise, or what Chris <laughs> refers to, Death on the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to see how Premiere Access, because July has Black Widow and... Jungle Cruise, both on Disney Plus, was not going to be free. They're both. I mean, they're both going to be on Premier Access. So that'll be interesting to see how they handle that. So maybe your theory, Roger, is blown out of the water by that.
2: I just can't wait to see Black Widow. I'm I'm ready to see a Marvel of movie. in theaters. thank you very much. I don't know.
0: I have to just a little, just a little kind of a, a a hint for talking about later. I have to issue an apology to Loki because it's for the first two episodes. It has far exceeded my expectations. I it's gone a different route that I thought they were gonna I never even considered but it's it's very interesting and I, I'm not I, though I'm still have fears and doubts they're gonna just revive everyone' I'm, I'm not as terrified because I don't given where it started I don't think they can go that route anymore so I'm excited to talk about that for a little bit today and starting off august is the suicide squad so we Why have a lot to apologize look forward right to. there
3: I did right. apologize. Weird?
0: yeah you kind of did the whole apology
2: we can like cut the whole part out when we come up to it later on I said I was sorry. I know you did, but
1: I was just like, <laughs> well, why did you do it now?
0: I mean, I don't know. I just brought it up. So it felt good? Nice, yeah. I just, <laughs> I good. It just felt right. <laughs> uh, it just felt, you know, I, you know I, I give credit where credit is due. That's what, that's what we do here. We give credit where credit is due. So those are your movies coming out in the near future. I hope you are looking forward to some of those. We certainly are to some of them. Let's talk about what's streaming. Last week, I completely forgot to do my research, and this week I hope to correct that by saying, so what's streaming? We have, I chose, since this week would be Amazon. Last week was Netflix. I ignored Netflix last week, so I'm going to do two from each instead of three from one. From Netflix, we have Les Miserables, which is what director Tom Hooper is the new one, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Anne Hathaway, Amanda Seyfried, Sasha Baron Cohen, Helena Bonham Carter, Eddie Redmayne came out in 2012. If you feel the need to get more out of your In the Heights kick, more musical fun. Keep in mind also that My Fair Lady from 1964 and Fiddler on the Roof from 1971, both very famous musicals, are on Netflix as well. Another choice from Netflix, not having to do with anything we watched this week, The Iron Lady by director Phil Lloyd, Meryl Streep, Jim Broadbent, Richard E. Grant, Susan Brown, Ian Glenn, Olivia Coleman, 2011. That movie is excellent. Check that one out. Now switching gears a little bit, going to Amazon Rent. By director Chris Columbus, Tay Diggs, Wilson, Jeremiah Harrison, Rosario Dawson, Anthony Rapp, Adam Pascal, Indina Menzel, Jesse L. Martin, Tracy Thomas, 2005. Again, if you want to get more out of your musical kick, that's available to watch for free on Amazon. And another decent movie, Lions for Lamb, by director Robert Redford, Tom Cruise, Meryl Streep, Robert Redford, Michael Pena, Andrew Garfield, Peter Berg, Kevin Dunn, Derek Luke, came out in 2007. That is a surprise. That movie is one that I watch kind of a lot whenever I see it on streaming. I really enjoy it. I don't think it's the best movie, but it's got a good cast and it's got a very powerful story. Whew! I just talk in there. Do you guys have any personal feelings about any of those movies? Nope. What about you, Chris? Oh, you did a great job summing all that up. I like that. All right. All right. All right. So check those out. Again, I I tend to when I watch a musical, I tend to watch three or four because I just I like musicals. So you know, Les Misérables. That was up for that was up for a couple Oscars. Although I mean, or you could get on there and watch Russell Crowe. I mean, ev- what everyone says about Le-, Le-, okay. Le Miserable is Russell Crowe was terrible. He really is not a singer, <laughs> <So>. fucking terrible. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if, but like Hugh Jackman and Hathaway He's are really amazing, bad. better or worse than The Rock as Maui. The Rock actually does a decent
1: job as Maui, though. I mean, all, right.
0: all right, I mean, there we go. That's all I need to do. Hey, all right, gotcha.
1: Russell Crowe. Way worse,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's bad, but I mean, it's only made worse by the fact that Hugh Jackman and Hathaway and pretty much he, everyone else he's is amazing.
1: By the rest of the staff, <laughs> yeah. the
0: even of the even someone like the even someone like the day players or like musical theater people blow him out of the water. It's it's kind of you know,
1: but like the people who can sing <laughs> yeah. can't sing.
0: All right, let's talk about some trailers. About let's this. talk about old the new movie from M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. What are, you, what, are you, what are you guys thinking, Roger? I know you love this weird. <laughs> with weird aging stuff.
1: No, I
2: don't like it at all. No, yeah, we've said this before. This movie's creepy. No, I don't like yeah, the feels.
0: No. I don't like the feelings of this thing. Well, gets, he had, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. I was wondering to myself when I was rewatching this trailer, why doesn't? So the whole thing when you watch an M Night Shyamalan trailer, don't you, you, know you think to yourself? Don't you think to yourself? What's? I want to. I want to know the big twist. What's the big yeah, twist big before? So, so what do you think is going to be in this one?
3: People age actual, at
0: weird rates. No. Well, no, we've seen that, but like, what do you? I mean, the twist is going to be something. They're not like, actually old. Right. Yeah, I have a feeling it's just oh, it's man. it's the water aging they're just them. Little kids, oh, <laughs> or they're dead, or you know they were never born, something like something weird out like of that. Inception.
1: Is <laughs> so, uh, that too far? Twist? I'm ready.
2: I'm ready for the in that Shyamalan movie where the twist is that there's no twist. It's just a straight up by the numbers movie
0: It just ends without. A twist. Did he have one of those and it was bad? Um, oh well, that makes sense. <laughs> what one? When you mean the the what, Avatar, the Last Airbender? Well, no, that
2: movie was just bad. Doesn't count. He did that for his kid. I hold on,
0: hold bad. on a second. What movie did M Night Shyamalan do that didn't have a twist and it wasn't? I'm trying a, to think. There was the Last oh, Airbender.
1: I mean, also here is the thing. I don't care. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, now I am curious. I am well, maybe. Yeah. because I don't. Whenever I think of him, I think of twists. All right, let's look at. Okay, let's look at his directing credits. I can't think of it. Lady in the Water. They all did. Six Sense, of course the village sign they all had they all had Twists, yeah no I mean, Wait, so okay twist. um six sense unbreakable signs the village lay in the water the happening the last e- earth the twist was or after earth the twist was it, they were on earth uh the visit i didn't i don't remember i don't remember too much about that I remember one remember that movie the visit. the visit that was one where the grandkids were seeing the grandparents and then some i think something else was going on in that one i don't remember much about that mm Glass split. Those were those both had. Yeah, those uh, both had a weird twist in them. Uh, like servant, a, maybe I don't know. Labor. I mean, was good. Glass was a was a letdown. Not,
1: It was a
2: letdown. Yeah, a big letdown. Yeah,
0: I actually like glass more than like split. No, yes. liar. No, I. It's my personal <laughs> opinion. What well, you can't tell me I'm lying about that. Liar. <laughs> if you well, no, here's the thing about split is that I, that You'll I did. You'll be lie. the
1: only person that like glass more than split.
0: Well, fine. And, I'll
1: I'll be in I'll the history here. of the universe
0: he would be that only guy. You, Just. fine, but okay. But without that scene at the end of Split, then there's nothing tying it to the universe. That's my that's my one beef. So, a major beef with Split. It was it was a. I'm sorry, tie it didn't
1: it didn't reveal enough for you to make you happy.
2: It was a surprise tie in. That was the twist.
1: Or, I'll say one thing even better. If there wasn't a surprise tie in, it's still a better movie.
0: Yeah, and you're 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 right. It's. You're right, something I hadn't considered, but yeah. I've never You're wanted been on the show. Ever. All right, so that's you have definitely been. I'm throwing that
1: right out. I've never said anything incorrect. All right, let's,
0: talk, like, about like, let's yeah, talk about yeah. shirtless Mark Wahlberg. Let's talk about shirtless Mark Wahlberg and Infinite. With a very, so I, I want to make. Oh, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I here. was
2: just saying his scar, his whole look inside scar looks awful fresh for being done the ripe age of fourteen, but whatever.
1: I mean, maybe put cocoa butter on it. to Make it look good. Cocoa I mean, butter. If anyone
2: puts cocoa butter on it, it's Mark Wahlberg. Sure. <laughs> it's certainly <laughs> is Mark Wahlberg. Um,
0: why? Why is this movie on Paramount Plus? That's what I was. That's the major point of discussion. I think is because they're trying to get subscribers. Well, look, you've hidden your movie. I no longer care about it. Yeah, it's like saying the
1: it's like but like we put out this movie but you have to live in Texas to be
0: able to watch it. I don't care about your fucking movie. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not going to go there to watch it. I don't care. Well, I mean, look, we've had this conversation a couple times, but it's like people thinking about oh, do I want to add another subscription service when they absolutely the short are... answer is no. no. Yeah. Well, they are they already absolutely have Netflix. They absolutely already have Amazon, and they probably if they have kids, absolutely already have Disney Plus. So, those are three right there that everyone's got. Now, so the Hulu... Paramount
2: Plus thing, it like it it's Nickelodeon content, right? So, well, it's Viacom. Okay. So it's
1: it's Nickelodeon, CBS, MTV, and then a yeah. handful of other things that are all fire on the Viacom banner.
2: It's also like Comedy Central stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the same. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why putting this strictly behind Paramount Plus, it does you do any good. Because I don't think the people who are getting Paramount Plus are getting it for the specific show stuff from those networks, not for any movies they're going to put out. Because those are going to be few and far between, right? Paramount doesn't come out with a whole bunch of movies every year. Yeah, not, not, not as a they, studio. They do a lot. They, but... do, they, they do. more than like you know your indie stuff, but like you know they're not as big as some of these other things showing up movie after
0: movie every well, year. So my my point is of those of those th- other three that people already have, chances are they've caved on Hulu or Peacock.
1: Even cost.
0: I have no idea. Let's listen. Paramount list? Plus?
2: Paramount yeah. yeah. Plus, I think, is six is one of the $6.99, $7.99 ones.
1: So, as much as Disney Plus. Yeah.
3: Mm.
0: <clears throat> Paramount <Fair>. Plus, <clears throat> $4.99 a month. That's not terrible. But again, Since, it's just another one of those, like, it's just another 5 bucks a month. Like, it might not seem like a lot, but combined with everything yeah, else. Yeah, basically,
1: that... flush $5 down the toilet every month for random subscriptions that I haven't canceled yet anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> Why not go Paramount yeah. Plus? Yeah. No, I just might as well throw Paramount on there, too. <laughs>
0: But so I mean is it gonna go the way of Quibi, you think, and just it'll do okay for a while. No, just just because you know, hold
1: on. At least I already know something that's on Paramount Plus. I never knew anything it was
3: on.
2: (laughs) 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 Well no, because Paramount Plus has it has a different foundation to stand on, right? So it's not gonna go under like Quibi, did Paramount has everything else it does to support this or to fall back on.
1: One thing I do know about Paramount Plus, and it might not matter to you guys, but it'll matter to a bunch of folks is they did they broadcasted Champions League soccer which is a big deal globally mm-hmm. um, on Paramount Plus yeah. so that's a big deal
2: yeah well and and I guess the other piece of this is that Paramount Plus doesn't isn't really a cost issue for Paramount it's just a what does this bring us issue so I don't think it hurts them as in like costing to create Paramount Plus and its platform all that's easy to do now with all these other templates in the way
1: well i guess the thing would be if i spent five bucks for paramount plus what if they never put
0: out another movie <laughs> that's possible no I, mean, I don't i don't think that's probable i mean so here's the the paramount cool. you know how like there's the criterion then there's like the the shout factory all that have their special blu-rays 4ks uh paramount also just recently started their paramount presents which are also like i mean those are very limited blu-rays that come I out mean, that's even, fine but like that's i'm sure was in tandem i mean with intention of Paramount Plus was not far behind. So, I mean, they do... I mean, Roger's right. They're not going anywhere because they're a massive company. But, I mean, yep. again, you're not... Was my statement about the three p the three things that people already own, was that any less valid?
1: No.
2: Well, no, but, you know, it, it's not... It's like, you know, are we throwing five more
0: bucks into our... What's, what's going to make it weird is when every studio well every studio does have one don't don't they i was gonna
2: say yeah name one that
0: doesn't really. pretty close yeah. yeah yeah but i mean it's it's when they start tearing their content off of everything else like it's when all the major studios take their content off of netflix off of amazon off of hulu and then put it only on their one i mean but it's one, just gonna get weird they already do
2: that though that's already happening uh, all the peacock stuff is all off of netflix no 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 and, no there's amazon, there's amazon, amazon doesn't share their content anymore amongst you know the other ones the, sum of, was, was, the sum of all fears was there's some of all
0: fears i just saw that that was paramount wasn't it paramount. So, i just i just paramount, saw that on an amazon streaming service. the
2: newest player in this game they're the ones that are going to pull their content next but all the other ones that we've named the, the, none of their stuff's cross anymore
0: I would. I just saw some Paramount movies, or I just saw some Paramount. other movies on um, Hulu. Some yeah, I mean, you're gonna see I'm lots
1: of Paramount movies, lots of places. Yeah, until you don't yeah. see lots Paramount of Paramount is in is, is, is lots of places. Yeah,
2: Paramount's the only you're gonna see crossover for a little while on because they're the newest ones into well, the
0: into the streaming service game. Four nine nine also isn't breaking the bank. I'm surprised Netflix is still <laughs> Netflix I, continues to go up, which okay. I don't understand because I mean everyone else isn't. So yeah. that's not,
1: of, not true. I think Disney Plus is supposed to raise their yeah. price again already yep. by like a dollar, which when Netflix raises their price by a dollar, it's actually far less of an increase yeah. than when Disney Plus
2: reaches it by a dollar just because yeah. percentage-wise percentage. Yeah. yeah, what you're increasing. Well, yeah, you said
0: earlier that you said earlier that what um, Disney Plus has over 100 million subscribers, Roger. You said they reached
1: Pretty certain that's what I read. Again, though, since I've never said anything factually incorrect on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, another dollar is just an additional $100 million a month for Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, yeah. chump, chump change. Yeah. Mm.
2: No, I mean, I mean Netflix is your biggest player in this. They can afford to raise their prices because people are going to pay it.
0: It's just that simple. Until they don't.
2: And then they'll figure it out and they'll yeah. they'll keep it where, where it'll be at. Then at that or
0: metrics somewhere has suggested that like there's how many people, hundreds of thousands of people with Netflix subscriptions that haven't touched Netflix in months and they're like, okay, well, no one's going to cancel it. So we, we might as well get more money out of them. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's every streaming platform. Well,
1: that's not every streaming platform. That's everything ever. Because you know how much a company like Walmart or Lowe's or Home Depot make every month when people don't use their gift cards and yeah. they just die? Yep. Because after so long, they don't count anymore.
2: I've worked for GameStop. Yeah. Uh, gift
0: card turn is an actual it's thing. A, it's a track yep. metric. Right? Yep. GameStop used to do, they used to be like... I, fr- I forget what they used to do, but I was like, man, that's dirty. You couldn't use the... You had to find something that was lesser value than what was on the what was on the card, or you couldn't use it. I remember that was, or maybe I'm wrong about that, but that was. I was like, wow, that's dirty.
1: Well, yeah, like, but most places now, if you have a gift card, they're good forever, but yeah. the company only counts that money against themselves for so long.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting. It that
1: becomes a win for them.
2: Yeah, eventually it does because there
0: mm-hmm. are unspent gift cards. Yep. Indeed it does. I mean, of course they get lost and shuffled in the laundry and sure. you just never them again. Sure, I
1: guarantee sure. you ever – you ever been digging through like a junk drawer and be like, here's a gift card. I wonder what's on it." There. And there's like $6 yeah. on there. You're like, well, shit. I can <laughs> use this. I get a
2: Subway sandwich.
1: <laughs> actually, you know what I do with those now and I actually told people is I take them and I pay off uh, – I throw them on to like other bills. Like I'll go make like one seven dollar and forty cent payment on one card, and then throw the card away. Because <laughs> at least that way, I used it all.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. somebody paid for it. That's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. All right, let's move on from. Oh, we didn't even talk about the trailer yet. Mark Wahl, The Infinite. Yeah. tell Igio for. Um, so he... we've seen movies like this. We've seen several in the past few years about, you know, the he says a line. You you have to find out who you were before you can find out who you're going to be. And like, I just
1: died over a thousand lives.
0: (laughs) I mean, we, so, but it's like 60,000 years, bro. That's a long time. So is it the fact that it's lost on Paramount plus, you don't care Roger, or the fact that you just don't care about the movie?
1: Well, I mean, it does look like a generic Mark Wahlberg movie. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know though. I haven't heard. I mean, this movie has been out for two weeks
0: almost. So I haven't
1: heard anything about it.
0: Me neither, and that's weird. Usually, I mean, if it was doing very well, you'd hear, like, oh, people are watching this, but... they're
3: not, because it's...
0: It's behind the the streaming service that 10 people in the U.S. have. 10 people? (laughs) Well, I mean, I I haven't met anyone. I'm not saying they don't, I'm just i have not many one who does, so I just might be asking the wrong question.
2: otherwise wise but... this looks like a standard generic action movie A, and we'll see if it picks up any steam. But with it be right. behind Paramount, I mean, it's I think...
0: rocking along at a
1: 16 percent on Rod. I was gonna tomatoes, say, I think so... A being behind the Paramount <laughs> Wall,
2: B, B in a Mark
0: Wahlberg action movie. I don't think this thing goes well. That's a that's that's, that's that's pretty. Metacritic score
1: is a whopping 27.
0: But that's pretty um, par of the course for like Mark Wahlberg movies. They don't usually score very well on the Metacritic, and
1: I mean, they do well financially.
0: Excuse me, I had a hiccup there. Did you guys hear that? No. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. Right. Let's talk about the big trailer drop this week: The Witcher season two. Anyone want to talk? Anyone at wanted us to talk? Yeah. <laughs> well, I. <laughs> there wasn't. I no really didn't. New here, was there? Well, we. Well, I mean, not new in the fact that we knew it was coming, sure, but I mean, yeah. there's. Are we are we excited to revisit the world of the Witcher? I guess is the first and foremost. I mean
1: look, I'm excited for more of this, but yeah. like the trailer doesn't show me anything. I knew the Witcher was coming.
2: Yeah. So like so, so like, we all agree the Witcher wasn't bad, right? It wasn't, no, we, wasn't fantastic or amazing. It, it was, was cool. a good start. Yeah, it was cool. They have to build off of this now. You know, season one of Game of Thrones went through this too. It was okay. S- season one was was okay. It had a big finish though for a season that shocked a lot of people, that made season two kind of like pick up steam. But with The Witcher, I think they have the same kind of hill to climb in the fantasy world, especially with the showrunner. First season was good. It was good enough. Now they got they have to do something. Now with you have that. expectations. Yeah, now you have to do something with this. You know, you have your viewership. Netflix obviously won't greenlit season two, so they put money into it. Make something happen here, and this thing could go another three, four, five seasons if they keep on writing well. But they could easily die right here. This could be it. This could be the last season of The Witcher we get.
0: Oh, I don't I mean, uh, look, I I didn't think the season one of right, The Witcher was three.
2: Film three could be the last one we get because this one sucks so bad, no one watches it.
0: Well, but I don't remember. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't as crazy about the first season of The Witcher as you guys were. I was kind of like lukewarm, tepid a little bit. I, I didn't love it as much as you guys did. Yeah, it, well, it had I, mean, I, just, I just said it was okay. It was it was good, you know. It wasn't fantastic. But the, but the, when you compare the first season of Game of Thrones, is like a nine and a half.
1: No, it's not. It absolutely is not. The last the story. first three
0: seasons of Game of Thrones, I think are the strongest.
1: No, well, but you're wrong though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm, I'm the, gonna i'm gonna stop you right there the last the first
1: the first season of game of Thrones is very watchable it's like a six the last two episodes of that season are yeah. incredible episode that one, season is not yeah. great episode
2: one episodes uh what was it a 10 ten episode first season all right nine and ten those are the three episodes that are at all really good episodes in that and they're and they're phenomenal but yeah the middle of season one isn't that great oh, they great but they're building the universe so yeah. that's that's that 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 is to be expected. Season two, they came out and they did some good shit with it, so it, it kept
0: on rolling after that. Um, I, I seen season one a lot, but I'll have to revisit that. But okay, I'll just take a word for that. So but don't I mean the. The thing that I have a red flag here is the Witcher comparison to Game of Thrones because there is no comparison.
2: I wasn't comparing it as in like you know this show's just as
0: good as it was just the the fact it was a fantasy setting show. Well, right, okay. I'm talking setting. a projected arc, sir. Uh, I mean, I get, I just, I wasn't blown away by season two, but maybe they learn. I mean, I hope that they, you know, whatever mega fans are out there from the from Witcher, I hold hope on, that the took on. those.
1: You never ask the fans what they want ever. You don't do that.
0: But, I mean I'm but you, tell you that right now by, by that never ask. Oh, Roger hold, 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 hold on <laughs> let me let me finish by by that what i what I mean is I hope they took major criticisms online and tried to work with those in the no. of season
1: two no you don't do that either
0: <laughs> you think anyone's you think anyone's ever ever in the future of television from now on ever gonna do a game of Thrones in season eight no, no.
1: I don't ever and, and
0: they're gonna be taking what people say online and going with it. That's no. what I mean by that.
1: They've cashed their checks and moved on.
0: Yeah. But no show's ever going to do that again. The show's also like... I t- mean, hold on. T- talk, of course t- they are. Talking seriously
2: about this, about your question right here for a second, because I think it, it, it's a fair question. I think the answer to that is no. Developers of video games have the same thing that happened with them. And there's relevance here. And then people that make showrunners and seasons, they don't listen to what the fans like complain about from the season before. They have a vision. They have writers that do all this. They're not listening to the fans and writing them what they want. That's why your movie sequels are never exactly what people want to see. The storylines change and all this. Other. And if that was true, the X Men first three movies would have been a completely different. Well, I, I understand
0: that for I understand that for films. I don't understand why why TV you wouldn't do it. Why it's why you, just w- a, why it's you just wouldn't film.
2: why you wouldn't do it is one thing, one question. But you asked if they do or if they
0: if they ever have. The answer is they don't. What happened? I mean it hurts them a lot. You guys said no as if you know that for a fact. I don't I would think they probably do. Mm, I don't they think would, so. and they, they would at least take it under advisement. It's like, okay, well, the overwhelming census online is this. Maybe we should address this in the next There's one
2: guy that's like paid to look at all that and and no
0: one listens to him ever. Oh, ever. I mean, okay, so if that's how you guys so. feel. I just yeah. I feel like that does happen from time to time. Not as if much as would shit, happen. But.
1: Nothing would ever be bad.
3: Ever. Ever. I yeah, mean, well, uh, sure. uh, well, no well,
1: sequel would ever be a failure. Ever. Until you ask fans, what do you want to see? Listen, you know what happens when you let fans do things? You get multiple Transformers movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, but
0: they're that's dog right. shit that made over a billion dollars. This is so that's why, that's why they kept making more of them. Again, is-
1: again, though, that's why you don't have to ask the fans yeah <laughs> you can. they'll still buy it and they'll still watch it
0: yeah <laughs> okay all right which is coming online
1: multiplayer community you don't
3: care what the fans say
1: Even and of course of it, yeah. and Witcher, sometimes they, they don't, don't care listen. <laughs>
0: And The Witcher being on Netflix, that means we'll get it. We'll get the dump all at once. I've been trying to
1: out. get Stasis Band and Destiny PvP for two, almost
0: two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play World of Warcraft, bro. They don't listen to anything that no. their fans they want. They don't care. So they just shout out more money-making It's machines. only been like
1: six months for the Stasis.
0: Well, I do think that the – I mean, it, it doesn't – this isn't a conversation that I want to get into here, but I do think that will happen for The Last of Us. I really do think that will happen. I hope so, but we'll have to see. Yeah, no. We'll have to see.
1: You don't ever ask the fans.
0: Well, fine. All right, let's move on. not the writers. Let's talk about the first season of, or the first episode, sorry, of Loki on Disney Plus, which is streaming for free. What do you guys think? I, I will just say I apologize earlier. I am really enjoying for, Loki so uh, for, far. This,
1: normally, this is where you would present your apology instead of randomly in the middle of what streaming. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you were like, "This is way better than what I thought," and now you're okay with it. I love the first episode of Loki's incredible. Yeah. I really did.
2: Here's the real question. I'm going to stop the whole thing and just ask the question. We like Owen Wilson for this, right? Yes. Oh, this yeah. Owen so Wilson
0: freaking really fits perfectly. Fantastic. He, he really does just fit in the universe. I mean, of the dry, he's always been there.
1: Like, tone yeah. and sense of humor. And when he just looks at him, he's just like... And he just sighs and... <laughs> like, it's...
0: I wanted to put. I want
2: him to say the line, "You're not that guy," just one time to somebody because it fits the way this it, like his character is
0: playing already. You're not that guy, exactly, right? It, 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 just, it sounds like it come right out of his mouth yeah. in this show. It would work, yeah. And what Loki's funny too. Like there are, I laughed out loud for a couple times the first two episodes. Although we're talking about like the the ticket part that made me laugh so hard. I don't He's know married. why.
1: Tom Hiddleston is. Great, yeah. And the, here's the thing with Loki: even as a bad guy, he's very clever. Oh yeah, and that means he can have some funny interactions because he's trying to be more clever yeah. than people. I right. really
0: so. My hope, and I mean, I mean, I know nothing about this. My hope for Loki season this, this this season of Loki is at the end of it we get a little Thor action. Do you think that's going to happen? No, you don't think, no. or kind of what I'm. Again, this is just me hoping based on the first episode. Everyone who's going to watch Loki has seen it, so I'm not ruining anything. But I really do hope that we get he gets to have some conversation with his mother. Maybe Rene Rousseau oh, well, that, does, a, that
1: I does can a, it. I see would absolutely be a because, thing. like, he never. I mean, yeah.
0: Thor got to have a second conversation with her; he never did. So that's like I'm. I'm just being like that was a very like in the movies. That's one of the few people that like. So made him he, do what he did. It made him do good. But
2: here's the thing: don't, don't forget, this Loki never had, like, you, like you say, like have another conversation, like another conversation with his mother. This Loki has never experienced the loss of his mother. That this isn't that Loki. This Loki hasn't had that. This, what do you mean this Loki? Loki. would be not the same Loki. This is Loki from the moment he stole the Tesseract. Yeah, right.
0: But that's after Dark World.
2: No, he stole no, no he stole the Tesseract on the first attack of, okay. on, on New York, which is before Dark World. Dark okay. World comes after that. All right. Yeah, oh so, so maybe
0: i got the timeline so yeah you're right there is a yeah, yeah, there is a scene time, when he's watching events
2: of yeah his life. and, and yeah.
0: showing him the things that he's never experienced his mother's the, a part of that
1: here's the thing though they also brought up the multiple time variant timeline thing yep. they, they talk about that straight up oh yeah yeah this time crosses. variant hasn't been through exactly
2: so this. like so i mean and that's a big piece of owen wilson's character is that you know he knows what loki is capable of on the spectrum of, you know, quote-unquote, good. So he knows Loki is capable, so this variant still can, because he was at a point to where all this can intersect and still happen for him.
1: I love, the like, the weird scene where he's sitting there, and he was, like, "Sign." He's like, what is this? Yeah. He's like, everything so, you've ever said. And then he stands up, and <laughs> one piece of the yep. paper says, what is this? Yep. And
0: then, this also signed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. like, every time he says something, the guy's like... It- he just does a sign, like another thing prints out, and don't you don't you get this yet? It's, like-
1: it's, it's so dumb, but I was just like, it's funny.
0: <laughs> it is funny though. It, it's it's it's. I mean, I'm I'm really kind of surprised, Roger. You haven't seen episode two. Well, so I I've mean, been very busy.
2: About that humor right there, like you know, your your cheaply earned haha from from Disney. I think that those are important. I, will, <laughs> I think that the, those laughs and those jokes work because. It's, of the character that people have playing these characters.
0: But I don't think because, they're cheap laughs. You, you you said cheap as a descriptor. I don't think cheap is that laugh
2: was cheap. You see that laugh coming the second he tells, he tells him to sign everything. But if, if, without seeing the trailer, he's you know, if you plot and you're watching it for the first time coming in this, you know, you know, raw dog in it. It comes through, he that's lands an in interesting that room. Interesting choice. He lands, that <laughs> yeah, room, room,
0: choice. He
2: lands <laughs> in that room, that sacophage is in front of him. What is this? Is everything you've ever said? You know that's gonna happen. He's going to say something that's going to tell him you have to sign this too. So it's a joke you see coming from a mile away, but it's still funny. I think it's because of Hiddleston and just the way that like, you know, like the characters that Disney brings into these roles are just so goddamn good. But I
1: mean, and then the other side of it is like other small, ass like when he keeps getting teleported backwards, like he just, it just starts him over. like <laughs> And everybody just kind of looks at him like, is he going to keep doing this? And then, yeah, yeah. yeah he <laughs> <is too. laughs> like, hold on, go get it. Yep.
0: He'll understand here in a minute. Mm-hmm.
1: I just
0: like, I like where they're going because it, I mean, the, the, the show more than exposition, which I appreciate kind of lays out the rules of what can and cannot happen. And I, maybe they, I mean, at least for people like me who don't want to see just, you know, just. You know, everyone just oh, oh, the timelines corrected. Everyone's back, and you know, well, everything alive.
1: You mentioned before, like what is this building to? And you wanted Thor. It's building to Doctor Strange. It's okay, building. well, it,
0: it wouldn't it have to. And I also because I yeah, don't know, it's all the multiverse stuff. I don't. So, Chris, you've seen both episodes, right? I have, yeah. So what? So to me, that the fact that there are dozens and dozens of Infinity Stones in this play in the TVA, um. <laughs> Where Jumped does...
1: The fucking box? Out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, people... I mean, like,
0: how important can they possibly be? Well...
1: They're important in a timeline, not this one. In
2: Endgame, uh, the bald monk chick... I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She, kind of, she kind of alludes to that, too. That, you know, that, like, this isn't the only... The, this isn't the only, to, you know, stone. So, like, you know, that's how they figure out they can go back and grab all the... You know, he's like, grab they're grabbing all these because they need them for, you know, for what they're doing. It doesn't. It doesn't disqualify their power. It just means that there's access to them in different ways for certain people in in the multiverse. But they're all. It's all relevant still because it's just what they have access to. Whenever you know, whatever timeline you're in, I don't think it de- de- like devalues them. That's, that's not what it is. Only the TVA has has this currency. You know, only they that's can true. deal in,
0: in in Power Stone. You know, currency. No one else can do that. All right. So yeah, we just want to talk a little bit about Loki, but I'm really enjoying, which I didn't think I was going to, but I am, as of right now, the NFC's at the episode two, I'm really enjoying Loki. I'm very uh, thankful sure. that it is a thing. No, um, I like it. Anything's better than WandaVision. I still think Wanda Captain, is um, what is the Winter Soldier and like Falcon? He didn't. I,
2: didn't.
0: I hated all of WandaVision.
2: No, you didn't.
0: I definitely did not like WandaVision. As a show, I thought it was pointless. Play- it didn't do any, it didn't give us any more information that we already oh. had pulled
2: the replay <laughs> but anyway you know i, I I'm, I'm ready for more i want more i'm okay with this being like the weird middle phase for yeah. uh, for disney's marvel universe keep it coming because so far they haven't done a bad job on anything yet again marvel this always just, has
1: the leeway of until they screw it up they've never screwed it up
2: which which this only makes me more and more excited for black widow i'd I, I, a movie I never thought I'd be excited for. I'm ready for
0: it. Okay, well that's a good thing then. If it makes you excited yeah. for something you didn't think you would be excited for, that's always oh, a good I, thing. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about. Uh, we should probably let's Tiger talk about Re- Peter Rabbit, <laughs> dude. The the Runaway. Oh my goodness! I was. I, okay, I made a little noise. I know it's weird, but I was the most excited going into this of the three of us. I'm sure because I, in the first one, was fun. It was. I think, the, you know. most, I
2: think the, the phrase most excited implies that there are more than one person that are excited to see this movie.
0: <laughs> well, okay, fine. I am I was, I like, the first one was fun. It was, you know, it all was on the farm. It didn't get fine. too crazy. Yeah, it was fine, like right. Ron so really so says. I,
1: I made the joke before we started recording. Like, who, you know, in the Peter Rabbit writing room was like, listen, I'm glad we left this open-ended. So <laughs> make, we can get out there,
2: this get this story,
1: dive <laughs> fucking
3: deeper,
2: <laughs> deeper, down the rabbit hole, sir. oh hey, I wanted hey, more ocean puns. I'm, 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 I'm already. I'll have plenty for Luca. Don't
0: worry. Mm, well, so he, So it's important to note that Peter Gluck. I'm sorry, sorry, Will Will Gluck. I was thinking Peter. Peter rabbit. Will, rabbit. Gluck, no. Will Gluck directed the first one and this one, so at least you have the same. <laughs> Yeah, great, hilarious. Yeah. Roseburn returns, Dom Hall Gleason. David Oyello is a new one. James Corden returns as Peter Rabbit. Colin Moody as Benjamin Bunny. And then Margot Ropsey and Elizabeth Dubicki as Flopsy and Mopsy. Um, Amy Horn as Cottontail. Lee, Lenny James as Barnabas, who's new. Haley Atwell's Mittens, who's new. Damien Harriman Her- as Tom Kitten. Uh, Rupert Degas as Samuel Whiskers. And then one of my, people named Rupert. One of my favorite is see as Mrs. Tiggly Winkle. <laughs> or Tiggy Winkle. That's a great name, by the way, Tiggy Winkle. And then for David Wenham is Johnny Town Mouse. Johnny Town Mouse was the guy that was a mouse with the piece of cheese that um Peter talks to for like three minutes and then is just gone from the rest of the movie, right? He gone. But like David Wenham wouldn't be cheap. So why would you only use him for such a little bit of time? One guess, day's worth of work. Alright, so. Particulars out of the way. Let's 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 talk about this now. As the one person who is excited about this movie, I I got to be in honest with you. United States are in this room <laughs> in this, <laughs> on, on on this show, but I I left it. I was like, I couldn't figure out why why there was a sequel made to this movie. Did we need it? We I guess we needed a sequel, and they poke fun at it a couple of times about a second book. And the first book sold so well that now we need a second book. I get that. But the script, this the first half of this movie, the script is atrocious. It doesn't get much better, mind you, but I was gonna ask, <laughs> you think it got better in the second I, I don't, but I mean, <laughs> I have a feeling, I mean, I could have written this time. movie in I could have written the first half of this movie in an afternoon. That's how like and I'm not a good I don't I don't consider myself a good writer. I consider myself an awful script writer, but like this was right in my wheelhouse of bad. <laughs> so I mean I just what the hell I was thinking to myself. But I mean the cast is good. I mean several all, uh, Academy nominees in here, you know, one winner or several winners. I mean like what Okay, so let's talk about it a second. Rod, you seem to be the most at at not okay with this movie. What did you not like about this movie? Don't well, don't say the movie. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I could. Um, but so no, I, honestly, I don't really have any major issues with this movie. This movie is exactly what I by watching the trailer and watching the first Peter Rabbit movie, this movie is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And listen, that's not really this movie's fault. Obviously, fair enough. It's not going to change, right? I just I don't understand why we got this movie. Um, and I still, to this very moment, after watching this movie, don't understand why they just didn't hold it till next Easter. I don't like it's not timely,
2: you know. I. Wouldn't have made. Wouldn't have made more money. Yes, you know what I mean. So yes. why hold it?
0: I, I don't well, maybe they have something else for next Easter, and they don't. They're just like, get it out. It's already so, been.
1: We were we were talking before we started about you know the believability factor of Peter Rabbit. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously there are talking rabbits. You know they do crazy zany things. Still, I'm just like, why is this happening? (laughs) I don't, I don't know. They
0: they do funny things. Publish
1: our book. Like, we all need to get together and go see the book publisher together. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs)
3: No, you don't.
0: And you, you you love how they have like a little, a little rabbit couch with like a little rabbit water bowl in the office. They're trying to talk to the, the guy. It's just, it's well, I mean, but like after ridiculous comes to mind. Like, does it matter after a certain point?
1: No. How dumb you made made this beforehand. If you get caught by the the pet catchers or the pound people or whatever <laughs> when rabbits, they don't go into a nice home, they get destroyed.
0: So Or or they just stop on the side of the road and just toss them out in the woods somewhere. Yeah. And that's and that's the go end home, of it. Get yeah. out of
1: here. And like if you catch a possum, you trap a possum, yeah. <laughs>
0: throw them out somewhere else. <laughs> get out of here. Away so, from home. I, okay, so my experience in this was there were several kids, and normally I'd be pissed because the kids did not stop. They were as loud as the movie was, and I was pretty upset. And the usher came in several times, and eventually he's like, "You're gonna have to leave if your kids, you know, people are in here that paid for the movie."
1: What's it like to get thrown out of Peter Rabbit? Oh, I, but
0: like, and then she made a big stink. Like, I paid money too, and and I could tell the kid was like, "I don't get paid enough for this," so he just walked out. And I mean, that <laughs> was the rest of the movie, <laughs> and I and I would be mad except there's nothing really. I mean, in a movie, in another movie, like a, you know. In a movie like, let's say, Roger just came to mind. Midsummer. You really have to watch that movie to get it. You
1: know. You do. yes. But in a movie like Peter Rabbit, you don't Rabbit, have to watch every detail. Uh, Peter Rabbit Two.
0: Stop. I am. I am pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that if you watch Peter Rabbit Two, The Runaway on mute, you would still leave the theater with the same experience.
1: <laughs> you know what? That may be the cleverest thing you've ever said on this show.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Like, but I mean, probably true. And I. But it was nice to see. It was nice to see kids laugh at things and I like. Mean, Openly laugh and point and, like, and like hit their buddy's shoulder. Like, that was funny. Like, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it, too.
1: So we, we talked at length, what, last week about the Spirit, about what type of movie is it. Is it a family movie or is it a kid's movie, right? And, again, this one is actually well, – this is far better than Spirit, but <laughs> bar is pretty low. Um <laughs> This is more of a family type movie, but it's still heavily geared towards yep. younger children, right? Um, there's so, a lot of
0: there's a lot of interpro. I mean, there's a lot of comedy that is like very adult humor in this, though. Sure,
1: but I mean, it's still right made for young kids. But
0: and, in, in in spirit, there was zero of that. Yeah, no, so there was nothing. It's that was, very noticeable.
1: Yeah. yeah, So and it's I mean it, it helps it move it along. This movie's not overly long, thank God. Um, one thing that surprised me. Um, there's mid credit scenes. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so like, so apparently there was two mid credit scenes, I guess. I only saw one as I was, you know, the thing where I was just kind of leaving the movie theater. I didn't stick around for the second one. I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so if there is a mid second, cause I know that there is, I didn't watch that. So.
0: Well, but I mean, I know, and they're they they are somewhat clever, and they do add, I guess, whatever Peter Rabbit lore is going to be added. But Mm. I I don't want it. But like, if you're going to watch it, please stay for the two scenes afterwards. You look, you've already sat through it. You might as well. Another three minutes is going to kill you, although it might for some people, Mm. I guess. But so
1: could kill myself.
0: (laughs) Well, but like one thing, so I and I I, so (laughs) (laughs) well, that's just that's just what you say, Ron. That's the silly things you say, but so. I did laugh a few times. I, I have to give credit where credit is due. I did laugh a few times, and I'm pretty sure you did too, Roger. Well, did you – or, or Chris?
1: Just Peter's a dick. He
0: right? is kind of – I mean he – I don't think he's the bad seed as the no, publisher wanted to call him. but he's a dick. Yeah, well, he's 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 like – they took inspiration from Alvin, from Alvin. I'm sure from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Sure. He's he's not a That's dick. Fine. He's just a cool kid that he, he, he you know. Say Woody
2: Woodpecker too. You know what I mean? This is sure. Nice I mean, anyone of, of the above. Kids character, whatever.
0: I mean, and the comedy like, for the most part was pretty lowbrow. Although I did like some of it, though. I mean, I thought when he is <laughs> when said he had an annoying voice, and he was like what. No, I don't. I thought that was pretty funny. The I laughed at it.
1: The guy that laughed out loud at that movie theater where I visibly cringed. <laughs> I did. did. I laugh
0: out loud. I like doubled over laughing. Hit Grayson
1: so. with a knee slapper. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, please God,
0: this. I did find what that funny. Heck? And there's a lot. Flopsy and Mopsy say some pretty some pretty funny things. And a lot of the inappropriate humor does come from those two, which I thought was was an interesting choice. Sure. Um, and I, 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 I did like that. Elizabeth DeBecchi and Margot Robbie. I did like that. Um, I, for the most part though, I couldn't really, I mean, let's talk about pacing in this movie. This movie is not paced very well either.
1: No, thankfully it's short. So
0: yeah, it's only an hour and a half. And when, when, with when, trailers, it was like two hours almost, but I watched, of course, you know, trailers, tons of trailers. Um, Chris, you haven't said much. What do you, what, what do you want to say anything about this one? I hate this. Why? Like, I hate, I hate it here. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's. I mean, that's. Give me your. Give, if you can give me some reasons, I would I'd be much happier.
2: Well, well so, I mean, we've already touched on a lot of this. It, it's lowbrow humor. You know, the the characters, the stories in this—they're not good or well written. It's just it all mashes together. Them having to be together for some of the stuff that they're doing—it just the whole movie doesn't make sense. I don't. I'm not so like Smurfs too. I, I didn't like. I didn't like the Smurfs movies that were. Not fully animated, the ones that are like that are mixed with people and with the animation. I don't like these style of kids movies in most cases. These aren't usually done right. Peter Rabbit's just more of the same on this. Like it's just not great movie quality. It's boring and it's. I didn't slap my knee in the theater. I cringed. You know what I mean? It's you know I'm that guy as well. There were a couple things I thought were pretty funny. There, there a couple. I, I mean, I watched I it early that. In the week, though. So this just isn't this. My kids aren't into these movies yet. Thank God and. You know and I'm not into these movies so they're just not what I'm gonna what I enjoy seeing they're just not good this one is not an exception to that rule either
1: I mean there's a lot that focuses on stealing dried fruit and I
0: don't <laughs> that's the big it is it, it is though and like
2: <laughs> and, but,
0: I mean we gotta talk I mean we don't have to for more than a few seconds but the other you know the the bad What's it? what's it Barnabas? Barnabas. Barnabas. Strong
2: name though.
0: Yeah, good. I, I mean, Lenny James also. He's he's one of my top top ten actors. He's. I liked him. I liked. I, I really recognize him. Right. If, although I didn't know he was great. in it. Yeah, he's got it. You
2: wonderful. think Peter Rabbit is going to be one of his uh, one of his memorable roles
0: that so will be no. remembered for? No. 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 But I mean, so he's. I liked. I mean, I I didn't understand. Destiny. It's incredible. I didn't understand why he why the whole subplot of them getting together to steal the dried fruit was even a thing. I mean you there's a I mean, fill ninety minutes. Uh, sure. I mean you had to fill ninety, but like this wouldn't have been cheap to animate though. I mean none of well, this is cheap to animate. So
1: you asked about like why do we have the whole dried stealing fruit subplot, because listen, they steal a lot of food
0: in this movie actually.
1: Um but if they don't go a route of doing something like that, like how much time can they spend like when he's looking like when he sees the the um the billboard for the peter rabbit movie makes him like wow i really do look like a dick like that sort of thing he looks like the bad guy like you can't really have kids try to expect to expound on what his emotional well-being is in that scene right so you gotta have him doing something silly like stealing fruit or you know getting locked up in cages by little kids like how the hell did that happen right
0: yeah and so immediately too yeah um just i want to pin on one or two more points though is that yeah so we have so this movie in one week did ninety million dollars. Let's say this movie has another decent week. Does uh, let's worldwide, say right? It's worldwide. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's worldwide. So let's say it has another decent week worldwide. Let's say next week at the same time it's done one hundred and forty. Well, you know, which is you know very possible. Do you think we get a Peter Rabbit three?
1: Well, yes, absolutely, because of what happens at the end of this movie, right? Of, co- have, of course, sorry, But spoiler: when they're having kids. So because yeah, I would have thought,
0: I would have thought at the end of the first peter rabbit i mean this is again talking about the peter rabbit lore that i don't know why we had to I deal hate with it here. <laughs> the lore from <of> peter rabbit <laughs> I, I don't know why we had to deal with a wedge between peter himself and um dom hall's character mr thomas mcgregor why they were i mean that was the whole first movie is they were learning to like they weren't enemies but they were friends
1: frenemies
0: and, and they 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 ended that movie very friendly but at the beginning of this movie he doesn't trust peter further than he could throw him again and he just complete distrust. And I don't I'm not quite sure I that works. I mean, did they think that was necessary because they put the kid's subplot in like, oh well, maybe he's not ready to be a dad, but by the well, end of it good. he'll realize he always was a dad. Yeah. Now he is he I
1: mean, he already has gone through this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but like
0: that's just it's not I don't know how to it's we always talk about lazy writing. I think it's just lazy writing. And the second half of this movie is written so much I think it's much better written than the first half. The first half is so like I'm actually surprised that Rose Byrne and Dom Hall were able to save a lot of that gr- dialogue because it was, I'm sure on the page, it's, it's, it's laughably bad. But, I mean, they're, I mean, she's good. Both of them are very good. Everyone in this movie is very good. They've all cut their chops. I mean, I have no problem with any of them. So they're able to save what should have been a much worse script to be somewhat watchable. But, sorry, I seem to be doing a lot of talking on this. I, I, don't, I, just, I just have things that I was disappointed in. I mean, if you're going to spend the money behind this movie, which wasn't cheap, then do it right. You know, put some time behind it. Some, you know, am, am, am I wrong in thinking like that, Roger? Or... No,
1: you're, you're not wrong at all. It's just when, you know, this movie, I, I guess I understand the wor- reason why this gets made because the first Peter Rabbit movie is actually pretty successful. Yeah. And
2: yeah.
1: Um, it, it was watchable or whatever, but it's, I just, I don't see the appeal of a movie like this for most people. Um, we had a long discussion before we started about, you know, deciding on what movies that we would watch there really isn't much here for the three of us to really dig into or die you know what i mean to have a deep discussion this is just a kids movie that's only ever supposed to be okay at best yeah and that's all that we get here it's not like oh you know this was you know a hilarious moment listen it's there are some funny moments it's okay it's never overly bad, but there's not a point in it that's ever great. Yeah, And that makes it hard to talk about um, because, spoiler, there's they steal no, a lot of dried fruit. There's and,
0: not, yeah, there's not much to talk about yeah. in this movie. Well, Roger, you hit the note. You, I mean, so Peter Rabbit in 2018 was successful to the tune of $351 million off of a $50 million budget. Yes, so, I mean, a massive success. Yeah, huge. Even if, even if it was... The budget was fifty and then advertising was another ten or twenty five. That's still you're looking at seventy-five max, on which you made three hundred and fifty million dollars. So you you made two hundred twenty-five million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you've a great return. This movie I don't think is going to do quite that. But it's still successful. And it's got the brand name recognition. Sure. Now who knows? Over the next few weeks when you know families really saw you know, let's go to the movies. You know, like there's really nothing else to take a family to except for oh, Peter Rabbit. See
1: past 9. Let's go. Well,
0: yeah. But you're not going to... I mean, a mom and dad and a six-year-old in the fire room aren't going to go watch Fast 9. Going to go videos. see
1: Fast 9. <laughs> Explosions
0: of cars. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fist bump.
3: America.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, come. That's a, that's a movie we on one day, is Team America. Oh. Um, I just... I don't know. I wanted more from it. I was excited. I'm not excited for a third one. I will say this movie knocked whatever excitement I had away. I mean, the whole thing about like the, the deer and like them just... First of all, there's no one... That scene when they're knocking out all the farmers, does no one see these animals just dragging these farmers away? Of course they don't. I was like, what in the hell is going on here? Of course they don't. You're watching Peter Rabbit 2. I mean, oh, my goodness. The
1: believability factor is low in Peter <laughs> <Rabbit 2.
0: laughs> oh, okay. I mean, okay, so let's, yeah, fine, score it. I want to go I want to go first. Yeah. I, wanted, I very much wanted to give this movie... A six or a seven. I'm giving this movie. I'm giving this movie a three and a half.
2: Oh, okay, there we go. That's
0: a because difference. I just I was disappointed walking out of this because the first one is so much more than this one. You
1: and, know, I, I joke all the time about the expectations you have for movies. It Living inside your head must just be insufferable.
0: Like <laughs> I can't, it,
1: I can't imagine. This or, whole, it's,
2: or it's a wonderful land of just imagine imagination,
1: just there. frolicking. Yeah, and, there's and never a, happiness. never a sad
2: moment. Yeah, I, I there was
0: at no point
1: where I would watch the trailer for Peter Rabbit walk into the theater be like this this is going to be a seven.
0: Minute, well, but I like the first one. Minute. Well, no,
1: it's fine. I, I get that. Sure, I I understand why you said it, but like that doesn't even register to me with this. Even liking the first movie after seeing the trailer, I'm just like, you know what's you know what we're getting into. Um, I, I'm not surprised by anything in this movie. It's not clever. It's not. This movie's like the definition of a three and it's a fucking kids movie. It's only slightly better than a terrible movie we watched last week. So three done KO'd.
2: This movie is what it is, and what it is is a bad kids movie. There are better there are better bad animated movies to watch. This is a three.
0: Alright, that's that's I think it. I think that when you only get a three, and I wanted to give this movie higher, but I just couldn't. I just I'm working on that in myself. Give like
1: every movie, a ten.
0: Yeah. it deserves it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not the coward that holds tens, Grayson. I, I
0: yes, I've done it once. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Little Women deserved a ten. I gave it a nine and a half. God damn it! Wow. To my great shame, all the time. All right. Let's talk all right. About Peter Rabbit has moved on. Um, this time in two years, we're going to see a third one, though. Mark my words, we're going to see a third one. Great, but let's move on to In the Heights. Now, this is going to have a little more of an in-depth discussion. But so, if you notice, this week In the Heights wasn't even in the top five for no. a box for for box office, and it was number six. But so, In the Heights has only done so domestically. It's done nineteen worldwide. It's done twenty-one point seven. And that might sound decent, but off a $55 million budget, trust me, there are some people at the studio level thinking, all right, this is it. <laughs> what the hell is going on with this movie? So let's talk about it, boys. What do we think?
1: All right, so I'll lead off. Um, so, In the Heights is a Broadway show that they adapted to the screen. So mm-hmm. let's premise it with that.
2: This is a Broadway sure. movie, is what this is. Pretty
1: much. Um, it is directed by a stellar director director in John Chu.
2: He's the guy that did Crazy Rich Agent, He right? sure is. Yeah.
1: He yeah. sure is. And then all the people that have the major credits, um, like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Scott Sanders and all those people, um, total big-time musical people, all right? They have a track record of doing this kind of stuff very well. So... He's got a good cast. Um, Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, who is a wonderful actor, which it's impressive if you ever actually read what he's done. In his no, yeah,
0: he's well. is one of my talking points is Hawkins, yeah, of course.
1: He's incredible. Um, and then a the myriad of other people make appearances in this. All the Hamilton people, all that sort of stuff.
3: Um,
0: and Mark Anthony too, which I thought was great. Yeah. So, but he's he's looking like a corpse. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that was his character, but he's looking like a corpse.
3: There's
1: that. So that's the good stuff, right? You know, they <laughs> it, this movie should have some pedigree to it, right? Yeah, of course. It's got it's got the pieces of the puzzle to make this work. Um, the real issue is is not a lot of people seem to like this movie. Uh, it's generally getting well scored, but nobody's going to see it. Um, the one issue that I have with it. Is this movie is overly long to me? Listen, for some reason, musicals are always long. Okay, I get it; they're Broadway play length, and those generally run for three to four hours with an intermission. Okay, that's a normal thing. I understand that. This movie would benefit greatly if it was twenty or twenty-five minutes shorter.
2: Shorter, yes. Um,
1: <laughs> and it's just you know you don't have to cut out a lot. One or two music one solid musical number can probably go, and a lot less time hanging out in the old bodega. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, but it's like I think, and I'm, I'm not gonna play the god. Well, if I wrote this movie, it would have been better. I honestly think if they'd have done that, you get a better end product here. Um, because by the time I get to the end of this movie, and we'll dig into it deeper here in a second, I'm worn out, like I'm done. I'm like, I get it, I know what we're doing. Like, it's not a surprise. Um, the story that it does tell is kind of interesting, you know, the why the story of Washington Heights, where it is a uh, lower income, uh, mostly Hispanic, Latina, Latino community um, and their struggles with their day to day life. You know, some people are moderately successful in their own business and help basically support the entire community. That's what all this is about yeah. is their little block, you know, their community. And that could be a very cool story. You know, even tell the story. I understand this is musical. You don't need to sing everything. You know, you don't need to sing. Of like, why is everybody being so shitty to each other? Let's make a song about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm it's not. It's
1: 106 s- degrees. The power's been off for, you know, three days. I hate everybody, too. Fuck you all. Like, that's,
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. I hate everybody now. That was on air conditioning. Right? Yeah. Let me go home. Well, so I mean, there's the thing. Like, John Chu does. He has a great cast with him. And he's doing something that, that that he is that he is very passionate about it's in his real sure. And like, I like when directors have projects that like they are all about.
2: No, and and he does some really cool visual things with this movie. Like the
0: cinematography is it's phenomenal. great,
2: phenomenal. Yeah, it, I mean, it's look, and
0: amazing. And the cinematography combined with some of the choreography and the dance numbers, it's impressive. Well, but there's some...
1: every every dance number is very well done. Oh, yeah. It's just probably don't need it all.
2: Yeah. Well, true. There's some really cool shots here. Like, there's there's one that I found really interesting early on is when he, uh, they show he he shows everyone dancing in the street through the reflection of the glass that he's looking through. Yes, that's a cool ass shot that I've never seen before in a mu- in a musical movie.
1: I I appreciate the there. pool where like they're half in underwater, the pool, yeah, they're yeah. half underwater.
2: That's and all, cool, man. Also, when they're like kind of like going above them and they're all splashing. Oh water. yeah, that I thought that was CGI. For it looks us. awesome, but right? It's not, it's actually it's actually, actually doing it. So very cool shots. There's some top beautiful you know there's 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 no question of quality in this movie right no it's it's there it's just long well it's
1: (laughs) it's sometimes you know you can have all the pieces of what should make something great yeah and it just doesn't turn out that way um i think we all kind of have varying opinions on this movie Mm -hmm. and I'll, i'll be blunt like i enjoyed most of this movie i really did um Again, it's even though I did enjoy it, I'm just like, why, you know, like I'm running about two and a half hours here, and I'm like, I don't, this is a lot and, for and, me to sit and here you, and you watch. You, you watched it
0: obviously at home, of course. Yeah, in the theater, it's close to three hours long. Yeah, and you're asking people during COVID to sit somewhere for three hours with other people. I felt like that was a bit of a ballsy move, but I mean, I'd be
2: willing to argue this movie is a better experience in
0: theaters. Yes, oh, uh, any is. any musical is sure. However, the dialogue. It's pretty rough. Some of it. I mean, look, but you have the same. problem. I mean, it's delivered well, but like it's just sometimes it's going going so fast. You can't. I have to watch movies. So I watch this movie. This is the first movie of the where you could choose theatrically or at home. I watched it at home because I have a really hard time with subtitles. I need subtitles. If there's a lot of dialogue, I need subtitles. subtitles.
2: I have them on too whenever I can. Subtitles are a little hard to follow in this too, and and that's what someone who's used to watching things is subtitled, even in other languages. It's coming fast, yeah. There's a lot happening on the screen. There's a lot of, and they're talking fast. There's a lot of dialogue, and things are just getting thrown in and out, you know, between characters quickly in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, I just they, they're, they're I was just able better. to follow they, the story a little better they, than someone who watches in the theater. Of they course, have a, a lot sorry. of story that they're trying to tell here, which is why it's two
2: hours and twenty minutes too. And there's just, it's almost like this could have benefited from one less character someplace, one less story following the characters, something like that. But
1: let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. How many stories is this?
2: It's five, right?
1: I think it's one. And I'll tell you why. Okay, in well, yeah. Theory. So, but it's at least, it's, most people are going to say four or five, right? Yeah. You, you assume it's each individual person. It's actually just, I think it's just one story, and they did a bad job transitioning it from who's telling the story yeah i think it, i think this movie because obviously this movie has a narrator yes you know what i mean it does yeah. yeah. what well, i was gonna uh, say is this is a story yeah.
0: being told and that's yeah. why he's not the
1: narrator but it's weird because we have a narrator and then we have entire scenes from somebody else's perspective and i think that him being the narrator and then going that direction with it, i think that actually hurts this movie i would rather have had that person being the narrator for that part yeah you know what i mean um, I think it would help tell that story. Now I understand why he's the narrator and obviously it all makes sense, but I think you could, if you could figure that out, you end up with a better, a more
0: smoother flowing movie. What do you, what do you mean? If you could figure that out figure what out, what exactly?
1: Well, the thing with Uznavi telling his story, it's, where he's telling the story from and and the way you're supposed to believe a certain thing. Well, see that's multiple people telling that same story. It gives away. Yeah. It's it's very spoilery. Yes.
0: But that's, that's what I don't like though. That kind of obvious misdirection where like, he's obviously on a beach. Like there's no, there was no, but there was no hints to suggest he wasn't.
1: Well, I mean, it's also they, they had, you know, a six-hour pool session that had a big song in the middle of it. <laughs> talking about suspended yeah, belief yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Well, no, um, I understand
0: that, but it would have helped me to understand. I wouldn't have made – I wouldn't have been thinking, how the hell are they going to end up in, Puerto, or in the Dominican Republic with four kids? Like, that's what I was fixated on the whole time was when the that hell are they going to go? It's one What's that Well, sorry. Yeah, one kid. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's – <laughs> I mean, I, I
1: appreciate the story that they tr- the the main focus of the story is obviously Uznavi and the story of the story. I love his,
2: I love the the origin of his name.
1: His name, yeah. So he has a, he has an unusual name. Yeah. It is Uznavi, yeah. um, because when his father and his mother immigrated here, the first ship he saw said U.S. Navy down yeah. the side. That
2: will be my son's name. <laughs> <In> the- <laughs>
1: He wanted to name it after the first ship he saw, and just had "U.S. Navy" tattooed right down the side. Of it. <laughs> so his name became Uznavi. Navy," yeah, which, which is cool. is a, it's a cool name. Yeah, it, it it is. Right.
0: Yeah. It's very different. Of what I like yeah, it. Different. So. so let's talk about Lynn Manuel Miranda's character. How he in, just kind
1: of pops in and out. But
0: like, as someone, let's just say you were in charge of creatively this movie, you had some say. I think I would have wanted to make him more of a role in this. Well, I, so
1: I, I have a counter to that. I think he didn't want to be as involved in that yeah. side of it, so he could be the overseer.
2: Yes, yeah, I, I, I don't think he. I think his role in this movie was the right choice. It was almost because, like, everyone knows who he is right now. Yes, and he's very, very big. He wants in this these other people. To. Yeah, like I think, I think where he's at, I think this is perfect. You know, he's in the movie. So you can put his name on it. You get to see him visually on the screen. He has his own thing for a little bit, but this isn't a this isn't his movie in this way.
0: You know, this is you know the rest of this very talented cast. Well, you think I I, I was the whole time I was thinking there's going to be something like something, some some magical or something with this guy with his character that's going to happen and I, I guess i would just just let, let 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 down only because like i was building up in my head that there's a reason he's in it for a short time there's a reason he's pushing a cart around with the what do they call those paraguas or no, he's doing like sh- yeah he's making snow cones yeah yeah shaved yeah so shaved ice, shaved shaved ice. ice. i was like something magical is going to happen with him or, or he basically he's gonna...
1: tries to fight the ice cream man <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the ice cream man I would have pulled out a <laughs> <laughs> oh shot, man bro.
0: Um, yeah, I just, I, I love Lin-Manuel Miranda and I, I kind of wish he had had a, I mean, I guess selfishly for my own reasons because I I, I love to hear him sing. And so more of him would have been better. He's he's
1: an excellent, he's excellent at what he does. But however, though, because he is not the main focus, you actually get to see like, obviously Anthony Rommers is very talented, right? Because, you know, we've seen him in other things and especially like his, he played multiple parts in Hamilton um he absolutely can bear the the standard here of being the lead yeah and he does just fine but the other people um like cory hawkins and uh like leslie grace they do a, when it's more focused on them i think they do great too um which some of these people their skill set is incredible it yeah. really is uh, yeah. because they're not they're very good actors they're excellent singers mm-hmm. yes <laughs> like incredibly so like cory hawkins legitimately he's so I, I pose this question to somebody else and i'll ask you guys because we do talk about movies here is straight out of compton a musical i'm
0: serious i think you could because i think there's the argument you could make it a musical sure yeah it, i mean the way it's written and things like that yeah. right
1: because of, listen there are multiple scenes there's a lot of freestyle rap in that uh, obviously it tells a story but many musicals aren't singing like there are very few musicals where it's sing 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 all the time like yeah. Hamilton is one of the exceptions um, where it is like that, but most of them it's a play with songs in it. That's mm-hmm. a lot of what musicals are. So I think maybe of a Compton counts as uh, that. Yeah. Listen, that movie's incredible.
0: Yeah. So I think this they, movie could have benefited they, they, they
1: from they, they recorded all their own music for that too. Yeah. And They didn't have to.
0: I, I think this movie could have benefited from a little more like spoken dialogue rather than than singing. Um, there was there was there a really lot. Was
1: some parts where it's like this would have been a regular conversation. It might have been more able to be understood. Yeah. Like why did grandma die?
0: <laughs> <With> <laughs> that number with her with abuela.
1: Wait after what she's passing? Oh. Yeah. That it was, was, it was
0: that that to me well, that was that was strong. incredible. Yeah, strong as hell. Um, that's one of my favorite numbers. Uh, that one. Um, and of course the one about the. Of course, one towards the end about being in love, like I, I love that one, like because you know I me, mean? I'm a sucker for that. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are some very strong numbers. So let, me, let, let me ask you: most musicals have have has a most musicals have one track that like that's the track from the musical. What do you think was this one? Ninety-six thousand.
1: You think so? Yes. 100%. You don't think it's the opening in the heights? You don't think
0: it's? I think it's well in the heights. You'd almost have to. Think, that's like the iconic one, right? That's the trailer music, and in the mm-hmm. heights. So, no, listen,
1: again, though, I could see where the 96,000, I, I understand what you say when you say that, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. So, that's well, a, that's a tough one. let I'm me kidding.
0: ask, let, let me ask, I, there's, I, I have a couple more questions just real quick, but let me ask sure. you guys this, Chris and Roger, you guys are studio executives and while wow, this script, scripting, grinlet. How do you, <laughs> wait, what?
1: I said, finally, <laughs> finally.
0: <laughs> Um. How do you tell this story? How do you frame it? Do you frame it with Usnavi telling telling of future generations about what his struggle was and what his struggle in the past has been for his people? Or do you frame it in a different way where, let's say, the neighborhood itself is telling the story? Well... There's not really one narrator. There's, like, five narrators.
1: I mean, I already said I think it would benefit if there were multiple narrators in that. But, I mean, the way... You get. I understand the story, so it's not like I missed something the way that they did have which is just having Uznavi as the narrator and the star um, going through and recapping to this group of people. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if you make that choice, but here's the thing. If they had written this when they adapted this the way that they did, and they wanted somebody like Anthony Ramos to be the lead and have the narrator role, I trust the people that made this movie to do stuff like that right. Because this is what they do. You know, you, you're the writer. You're you guys are the big time Broadway smash sensation. This is what you're supposed to do. I'm giving you the keys, man. <laughs> Don't mess it up. Yeah. The problem with that is they got the keys and they didn't exactly deliver, you know, some home run of a movie adaptation. They just didn't. Yeah. It's not, it's not making a bunch of money. Um most people don't really seem to care about this and i don't know if it's because of the movie itself or it's just a musical or shit still covid i don't know yeah it's it's not exactly doing gangbusters right now no right it's not. now
2: well but, but, uh, i think we talked a little bit of, you know pre-show about this though too We'll We'll to see how what it does cuz there's been other musical movies in the past that have finished strong that have started yeah, la- but I mean, pretty lackluster in the brain scheme of well, how much money they make. I, I
1: put some thought into that <clears> since <throat> you brought it up. Because listen, musicals, a decent musical tends to have good, we call it legs, where it just keeps running. Yeah. It consistently makes money. It earns more and more money the longer a the movie theater has it. I think where this will not benefit from that as much as a normal a normal cycle is because this is fully available on HBO Max. It is. Um, So more people are going to be able to be like, well, I can just watch this on HBO instead of you know, getting a group of people together to go see this at a movie theater. No, I don't now obviously we've never really seen how that impacts anything yet. We don't yeah. really know, but I think that could hamper
2: that a little bit. It might. So but like uh something that I, that I was reading, uh that I showed you guys earlier. It's like basically the correlation according to Warner Brothers is that is that whenever a show does well on HBO Max or does well in the movie theaters, it mirrors that on the other service. You know, whether it's you know so if it does well on streaming it's also doing well in theaters if it does well in theaters it does well on streaming sure numbers are pretty even in most of those cases so like they're not they're not worried about that and like we can say it'll cut into the numbers but there's been movies that haven't been on hbo max that aren't dual releases that are still in like the top five for sure. example so there's a good chance that yeah it'll bleed some of its own numbers out but at the same time there are ways to, to kind of see some of those metrics right now and i think in the heights it just it might be a slow you know build up, a, build up well you see
0: things. i don't think so because yep. i mean in two weeks i mean nothing's gonna matter except fast nine in the theater well,
1: yeah, that is that is part for of release. What's yeah happen. yeah it's release going,
0: timing might be going a to year. get
1: snowed under just remember though this movie was supposed to come out a year ago, a year right. ago.
0: yeah but so was fast nine well no sure but yeah. again
1: though as stuff has been slid back around you kind of just like now you had to park it somewhere and if you get a couple of weeks for a movie like this obviously it didn't even make number one you know, what well, you said was number six this week, right? Number six,
0: yeah.
2: Um, it's not going to be stringing along. Can I ask you guys an honest question on that on that note? Sure. sure. Is, well, possibly the one thing that might work for this movie is, is the crowd that goes and sees it in the Heights and Theaters a different crowd than goes to see Fast 9, though? So it could still continue yeah, it to be a
1: It is a different crowd, obviously. But if you look at it as overall, Fast 9 pulls in everybody. True. Fast okay, 9 yeah, pulls sure. in them all, okay? Yeah. Every demographic, every age range, God, all of that.
2: Damn, Vin Diesel!
1: <laughs> it really does. It really does pull everybody. If people aren't seeing it too much now, they're going to be less likely to see it later. Now, obviously, that could I could be one hundred percent wrong on that, yeah. but again, though, I've never made a mistake ever on this, on this show. show. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah. It, the only thing, the problem is with this movie is it's very. It's a serviceable movie. Mm-hmm. It's cinematography is great. Songs are pretty good. Just might be too much of it, you know, and also people look at a runtime and say 143 minutes.
2: I definitely thought that.
1: With 25 (laughs) minutes of credits, you know, this is a
0: three and a half hour trip to the movies. As a guy who this isn't his thing, I
2: definitely thought that.
0: Well, (laughs) of course. I mean, especially if you have a kid in tow or perhaps a young teenager who's not like, who might be into it, but not, I mean, you don't have a young teenager, but like, you know what I'm talking about? Like age does play a point in this. I mean, there's
1: a big market for this movie it's just not hitting it yeah right you there, know yeah. but you know move mu- uh, musicals you know we talked about this between the three of us is there are plenty of musicals that come out every year now listen people don't really remember them but when you look at the successful things like obviously hamilton being re-released on disney plus and um big musicals like la la land in them so those are big, massive successes, but there are plenty of musical-based stuff that nobody talks about because they don't make any real money. Yeah, they, they may be very good and very serviceable. Sometimes they're huge money makers, but most of the time they aren't. It's, again, though, only one movie can be number one at the box office. Okay, yeah. This movie's getting destroyed. It's not going... They, at no point will this ever be number one. Now, listen, could it hang around for a while, make some money? Sure, of course it can, but it came out flat. Yeah. It's not ever going
0: to spike. That's my. That's the point, though. And like, I mean, especially with Fast coming out, like that's that, that's that's a movie that destroys everything behind it. Yes. Like everything that came out before Fast is completely forgotten. No and, mercy. <laughs> well, <I> mean, that's, <laughs> of course, but like that's. I mean, I don't know if there was kind of any intention there or not, but I can imagine if you're people choosing for Fast, uh, if the you
1: heights would live a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: would do much <laughs> you stole my joke like 10 seconds before I was going to say it. Damn it, Roger. So you know uh, whose joke that was? Who, yeah, new, yeah, great. Ah, um, I, I just, I wonder how many how much legs is going to have, and I wonder if there's any way we're ever going to be able to. Now, Chris, you did send us something about HBO Max releases. I haven't read that yet, but I mean, do you think we're ever going to have a way to quantify in money terms what the views on HBO Max actually, you know, if you can, can combine those with box office mojo do you, you get an actual total
1: though you only ever get that if they want you to have it
0: yeah that's true
2: yeah so i mean the basically all you can all you can kind of do is assume that every view is a second watch and then divide whatever number you can find info on and then multiply it by the 15 a month hbo costs well just remember it's we never really we never had
1: a single thing about disney plus and we wondered forever forever about mulan until suddenly like hey we made 200 million doing that we all went
0: the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but, like, but Mulan's budget was like not a small budget.
1: Sure, but again, if if three weeks from now HBO Max came out and be like, "Listen, we made a hundred million dollars off of that," you would be like, "Holy shit, really?" Yeah. Like you, yeah. we don't we don't have a way to quantify. We don't. We no, have we to don't. take them at their word. But I don't I don't see we're benefiting from it. Would, you would lie to benefit from it because you don't have to say anything. Um,
2: so currently, if the math is at all near the HBO Max subscriptions that In the Heights views are worth, if every single view of In the Heights got them a subscription, would be five, just above five million dollars. Game. So
1: if you took what it actually made plus five million dollars, that's what you could say is what it have been is what one at the box office. No, no, saving, no, it, it wouldn't it, have been. Again, cool. I'm glad. Listen, if that quantifi- you know, makes them more money, good. Yeah, yeah. Because listen, I don't, I don't mind musicals as long as they're watchable. Yeah, um, I'm happy to watch them. But I love know. The
2: Greatest Showman.
0: Like, sure, it's one of my, it's it's in my top ten. Well, like, let's. So we talked about one last week. That's that The other movie I meant to mention. We yeah. we talked about Tick Tick Boom. The trailer for that with Andrew Garfield. Um, I feel like that on Netflix is going to do gangbusters on Netflix. And then of course we have West Side Story. You know, a small movie you may have heard about from a small director, an up-and-coming director. Uh, Steven Spielberg, but that movie's going to do gangbusters. You know, I mean, there's, that, there's, but, a, there's no but, doubt in my mind that West Side Story does half a million dollars by the time it's A lot of people done. thought In the Heights was going to do a lot of money, too. So we'll have to see. I mean, I mean we, we will. We'll have to see. And then, of course, you know, West Side Story has that added advantage of being one that's... Everyone knows West Side Story. Everyone knows Steven Spielberg. So, I mean... But, I mean, on the, on the flip side, by now, I hope people... Correlate Lin Manuel Miranda with oh he's in that I got to see that musical, but they don't, or obviously the the numbers are telling us that they, that they don't. Hmm. So I mean, does that does that correlate at all, or is that just me trying to pull out other things?
2: I think that people that are into musicals know who that man is, so they go see it. I think people that don't care about musicals that does that does nothing for them. So so yeah. well, well, let you, me ask you that: you, do you, you think any, you're not doing anything to grab? In people that aren't already a part of your fan base and your crowd,
0: that's fair. That's that's fair. So it's hard so, to make that grow. So the question we, the other question we ask on the show is, did In the Heights reach its its target audience?
1: Probably.
2: Yeah, that's probably what you're seeing in its numbers. Is it, it is it just kind of reaching the people that it's already you know speaking to? It's not pulling extra. Hugh Jackman brings more people in, right? Yes, of course. No one in this crowd of these actors as talented as, as, as who they have in this movie brings in people from other from other like you know movie genres to watch this
0: that's true i guess that's i think true. i think that's
2: where it is i think you see a few people in this that kind of like be, or like that are like like the beginning steps of that there's an actress in here that's from um that her main thing is from uh, orange is the new black that i've never seen her in any musical stuff before so like that's one actor. Oh, she's
0: she's one of the girls in the nail polish. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah.
2: yeah, there's a couple more, you know, bigger named actors in here that are you know in kind of like side roles. That's kind of like their, you know, I think what would bring some people in, but it's not a huge Jackman, right? And you let's
0: know. not forget about Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but like you know, I think one, I think doing that
2: is what brings you the bigger numbers, right? Because it pulls in people from other genres. It's getting their audience, absolutely you know that's who's seeing this right now and they're gonna tell people you know this is actually pretty good this is a good musical you should watch this musical no, you're not into these this one's worth watching and that'll that will keep the numbers that, that that will keep its legs for a little while i think that's what we're gonna see
0: from it i mean I, right. I hope so i hope every movie makes you know 100 million dollars <laughs> so let's let's
1: talk about holiday 2021 for just a second all right right because west side story is coming I don't think West Side Story makes it out of its second week at number one in the box office. Actually, I will guarantee you it will not.
0: Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I'll take that bet.
1: You didn't even hear what I'm about to say next, idiot.
0: Well, I mean, I, I'll, the, the one thing I heard is the one thing I'm like, whoa. It's definitely going to make – I'll bet you it's two weeks at, at number one yep. at least. Yeah.
1: Spider-Man comes out the week after, dickhead.
0: Done. <laughs> oh, that's right. It does. <laughs>
1: I mean, next time, let me finish before you take bets. So
0: that's fair. I mean, I, I yeah. guess Spider Man, Spider Man to West Side Story would be what Fast Nine is going to be to End the Heights.
1: Yes. Sorry about your luck. The adults are playing. Yeah, but like, <laughs>
0: what if it? But like, what if it does though? What if by some infantismal chance it does? But so
1: here's the thing. The only thing that I think, I mean, listen, it will probably get number one the week is out because of what comes out right before Thanksgiving will kind of have been losing its steam but still in the mix during that time frame is you have Top Gun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
2: your Top Gun crowd probably isn't the same guys watching your uh, your musicals though. I just remember
1: probably not. But that also doesn't help the musical number. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> not losing anything to it. Yeah. They just weren't going to yeah. see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but so if you look at what might be still hanging around come Christmas time ish, is November's a huge movie month. Okay. This year. Uh, i mean normally is but we have the eternals on the 5th of november god we have that far away yeah we have ghostbusters afterlife seven days later all right big deal um Um, and then the weekend of thanksgiving we get top gun and then the weekend after that we get the other resident evil which who cares um and then, kind of nothing on December third. Not a movie I've heard about. But then, West Side Story comes on December tenth, and then Spider Man, and then Christmas week, you get Sing two, which will be huge. You get a king, the King's Man, which delayed for the the eighty fourth time. Um, but then you get a small movie that's The Matrix four.
0: So, well, I don't think. But here's the thing: I'm I don't listening. think I haven't even seen a trailer for
2: them. Hold on, totally hold on, hold on. So, just
0: des- hold on, December twenty second. So we have Downton Abbey, the King's Man, Matrix Four, Sing Two, and <laughs> Soggy Bottom, which we which we always joke is a porn. So let's just say everything except Soggy Bottom then. But like I don't think I don't think that for instance, I don't think the King's Man's coming out that I don't think King's Man's gonna come out December twenty second. I think it should be slated long before that.
1: I mean, we know it's done. Yeah. But still, I mean there's a lot going on there and it's gonna be listen,
0: West Side story is what, Spielberg? It is. Yeah. So you know it's big budget. but not, So not only do you have all the, all the theater people who love musicals, but you also have all the people who love Steven Spielberg. It's so like there's a built-in audience. I there's don't, a second I don't know built-in audience though,
1: there. I don't, I don't know if that pulls as much as you think when it's a musical.
0: You're probably right. I mean it's probably going to be reserved to – I watched to – as an example, I said that. If, if I like a director, I'll watch what he's making or she is making regardless of anything. So I, I, would, I, guess, I
1: would too – but we're not typical movie people. So I mean, listen, there are a bunch of people, you say, what's your favorite movie? and they'll tell you something, who directed it? They don't know.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, but that's not, not a bad name. thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm that guy.
1: There there are plenty of people that are like that. Yeah. So if I tell you listen, most people know who Steven Spielberg is, right? He's got a small list of movies that are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> right? But small I list. could probably tell you a couple movies that Steven Spielberg has made that you'd be like, shit i don't
0: know right like it absolutely could happen you know as uh, just as an interesting point of topic for one second here both death on the nile uncharted have been pushed to 20 to february of 2022 Mm. so i don't think that i don't think we're gonna see i would bet we're not gonna see Kingsman. i would also bet we're not gonna see matrix matrix is more of a summer movie anyway i don't see it um I don't. Even though the oh, other two Congress. were in no- no- November, but I don't. I really don't see. I don't even see Spider Man on December seventeenth. I just don't see that. But December seventeenth is a weird date to put it, and in, in, with intent to move it. Yep. So I mean, that's can't yeah,
1: be Star Wars, give me Spider Man.
0: I mean, one of them or Avatar, which is never coming out. Um, I'm, I'm I'm sure that was that did that slot did belong to first a Star Wars or an Avatar before they got moved out for whatever sure. reason. Uh, but yeah, this 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 holiday is pretty tough. I mean, do all the movies actually come out though? Because they're all going to be stepping on each other's toes, and the well, big and the big theater execs—they know that the it big was, ones are going to come out.
2: Movies have always stepped on each other's toes. Yeah, but they're always
0: like, I mean, not more than two well, or three big. Hold on, races. Let me
1: let me pose you, and then I'm gonna it's gonna sound funny, but this is a very serious question. Do you think Spider-Man gives a shit about West Side Story? No, I don't. They're I like, we're never moving you're coming out. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I
0: think I think if someone and Marvel would suggest, well, do you think West Side Story might steal your thunder? I w- <laughs> I w- I, w- I would bet. I would Get bet. Out. I would bet they're gonna they're gonna look at that kid who suggested that and do a do a a phallic wank motion. Okay. And like we don't give two shits about what's going on. I mean, especially because they're the last one to come out after. I mean, after West Side Story. Maybe if it was reversed, it might be a slightly different story, but. There's no way they care about anything that happens before nope. them. Get the
1: hell out of the way. Yeah,
0: not even. Yeah, just hey, don't let don't let our big steamroller hit you. You know, shouldn't have things. been
1: standing there, son. <laughs> but I mean, the
0: question is: Eternals, Ghostbusters, Top Gun. Uh, let's look at who cares about Resident Evil. Okay, That's so it's a pretty
1: typical November slate. But so
0: Eternals, Ghostbusters, Top Gun. Do those get dwarfed a little bit because of Spider Man? like they don't make the well, remember, they, they don't get the christmas out, money. Spider-Man
1: comes out 5 weeks after 6 weeks after the Eternals.
0: Yeah, but you I mean a
1: full month after.
0: Yeah, but most colleges probably. so most high schools are out the week of and the week after Christmas. Most colleges are out. I'm just saying in those 4 weeks of time you don't those other movies aren't. Those other movies have been operating when there's no break. No. But Spider-Man care. comes out completely on unappro- a like Yep. no one's no one's in get school out of the way, boys
1: <laughs> the mouse, daddy's home the mouse
3: is coming through
0: <laughs> yeah i mean now it's the mouse uh well i just think it's an interesting conversation i mean we'll see how things stack up as we get well, close in the though, holidays
1: as movies have been very fluid you know we'll see what actually well out. when it well we'll know I for sure Man doesn't move for nobody no nobody of course not or christmas
0: or unless marvel needs to move it for some reason but we'll know in August when we start, I mean, August is when you start seeing the big trailers for the Christmas movies. So, yeah. I mean, if, if we don't see a trailer for matrix or Kingsman in August or September, then there's no way those those are coming out.
2: I, I think more and more things are being, are coming out solidified because things are laxing. More
0: I'm not even more. convinced that Dune or no time to die comes out in October. I'm, I'm a little, I mean, I, there's like 10% of me. It's like, ah, those might not come out. What well, No say. Time
1: to Die has to come out sometime because, again, it's been delayed for more than a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, Doom yeah, were,
0: yeah but Dune doesn't.
2: There movies that were created within the time that some of these movies have been delayed for? Yes. yes. Fresh. You yeah. know what I mean? So Spider-Man. These, yeah. These have got to come out.
1: The last Bond movie has been done since before Spider-Man started filming.
0: <laughs> That's true. And I just I just, I just, want Bond to do well. because I, just, I, I want Bond
1: to come out today, tomorrow... So I can watch it, too. but yeah. I mean, the
0: Halloween Kills comes out like that. No, I mean, I'm I, okay with that. But that's gonna I'm do what?
1: I like the last Halloween. Yeah. See, I, I,
0: didn't. I thought, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was well, pretty I mean, bad. One of but...
1: us is right, and one of us is you.
0: No, whoa, 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 whoa! You can look right at the average. Me? You can look at the average scores, and we'll I choose A- again.
1: I will once again. I've never been wrong on the show. Oh, God.
0: You have with what was that movie? You apologized to Hustlers. Yeah, the Hustlers was great, but you were wrong then.
1: No, I said Hustlers has a shitty trailer because Hustlers has a shitty trailer. No, no, no.
0: If we can go back to those episodes, every time I brought up Hustlers, you did your classic where you spit, yeah. and so that's maybe not saying What's words, wrong with but being
1: surprised when a good movie came out, I give a good score.
0: Fine, fine, fine. All right. So, I mean, long, I accept your apology. The long story short is uh, Spider Man doesn't care about anything.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. After talking about In the Heights for minutes. <laughs> Spider-Man no longer gives a shit about West Side Story. <laughs> 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 in the,
0: heights, Off the rail. <laughs>
1: We should score that. We should probably really
0: score this movie. All right. I do not want to go first on this.
1: I'll go first. I don't All care. Right. Um, so I think I enjoyed more than, uh, In the Heights more than maybe both people here today. Uh, I think In the Heights is a very serviceable uh, musical. Yeah. Um, Choreography is great. Music is fine. It's probably longer than it needs to be, and it actually bothers me a little bit. Um, I think this movie is like a six and a half. Um, I don't know if I'll ever watch In the Heights again. Um, but if somebody says, hey, did you watch it? And I'll be like, hey, do you like musicals? Then, yeah, you'll like In the Heights. But
0: that's, like that, but that's the only like measurable thing to ask them. Do you like Well, musicals? listen, there's a large
1: group of my friends that will never watch a musical just because it's a musical. So they won't ask me about that. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy, what do you think of In the Heights? The first question, do you like musicals? If the answer is no, then In the Heights isn't for you. Yeah. No, it's, it's not.
0: just not. But isn't that wasn't that the only question? I mean Well no, here's the thing though. You know, hey, should
2: I watch should I watch the greatest showman? Do you like Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yeah, you can probably watch then. It's, pre- it's, pre- it's pretty it's pretty good. It's a musical, but it's actually a pretty good cool, it's a pretty cool movie. so you can't say that about, you know, about all musical movies. No, but you can say it about this one. This one. That fits very well, like well.
1: If somebody asks you, hey, should I watch Hamilton on Disney
2: Plus? Do you
0: like musicals? <laughs> no. <laughs> right?
1: Like that's, that's it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, well, do you like musicals and do you like musicals on stage? Because there's well, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah you're right. That's
1: premise a little bit different. But again, though, Still. if you don't like musicals, you're probably not watching this movie anyway. That's yeah. straight up it.
2: Yeah. So I'll go next. So this movie <sighs> I didn't enjoy this movie, and I watched this with someone who usually these kind of these kind of movies are in their wheelhouse. Not the case for this one. At one point, I paused it at 55 minutes left, and we both audibly groaned because <laughs> we saw how much movie was left, and it already felt like we've watched it for way too long. This movie starts really slow; it drags on at the beginning. It absolutely uh, had a way better second half, hands down. I'll admit that straight up but I shouldn't have to watch an hour and 10 minutes of your movie before it starts getting good. Do it kicks in? Yeah, that's just not, I'm not there for it, especially someone who doesn't usually watch this kind of movie. This ain't a Lord of the Rings movie. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, this movie is, this this movie barely knocks on the door of a three for me personally. It's just not a good movie in my opinion. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy my time watching it. Fantastic cinematography, talented cast. I see why these people are in this. I see why these people are in this part of the industry this movie was not it for me three
0: okay fair um, I'm gonna go I was six this is a, to me this is definition of a six at least in, in my how I, I look look at things a wonderful talent uh, it was I think you know 10 to 15 to 20 minutes a little too too long um, but I mean it, it's if you like musicals you'll love it there's nothing there's nothing against there's nothing, if you like musicals there's no reason you wouldn't like in the heights. Uh, but it's one of those movies where if you don't like musicals and you're going with a group of friends, you're probably going to be like, okay, next time I choose the movie, which is understandable. So I just yeah, think it, it sits at a six.
2: If you don't like movies and you're going to your, if you don't like musicals and you're going with a group of your friends to watch this musical, you're going to be the, you're going to be hard blinking here trying to figure out what's going on and why you're here.
0: But also, I gave it. A, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can literally, if I can really hold this against the movie, but it's. That, some of that dialogue is so quick and during songs, it's even harder to understand than it would be just a normal scene. With, with if they slow the dialogue,
2: dialogue this movie's two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And so, if I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's m- musicals are always going to be a niche thing in this country. I mean, people, some people just don't like them, and that's fine. You know, some people just aren't down with the musical, and that's fine. So I, I think it's six is where it sits. I mean, I, I think everyone should check it out, obviously, but not everyone has the interest or the time. Oh, it well, fair, and
2: obviously, I'm I'm the odd man out on this score, and you guys are closer together than I, than where I'm at on this. But again, like I watched as someone who enjoys these kind of movies, and it just wasn't for us. And it's just one of those things where you know I'm okay with being wrong here if I am, but just you know, it was just a weird movie to watch. You know, such good quality, and a lot of money went into this movie, and I felt like it was just hard for it to get off the ground.
0: That's fair. I mean, there's nothing wrong as long as you have your reasons. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. All right. That is Wednesday this week. So, this has been episode 231 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which is then distributed to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell1.
1: I am at Roger Stillion.
0: And I'm Christopher Ball. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. I always posted things there. Check us out on YouTube as well. For the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com is the email address. If you want to send us a, actually, if you want to send us an email to what you thought of in the heights, I'd love to hear it. Uh, or Peter Rabbit, if you want to be like, mm. if you want to tell me I'm right and it's not a completely awful movie, I'd love to hear that too. But um, it,
1: if you send me an email about Peter Rabbit,
3: <laughs>
1: stop listening to this show. <laughs>
0: Uh, please don't do that. But all right, next week we're gonna be we're gonna be taking a look at the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is theatrical, and Fatherhood on Netflix with Kevin Hart. I'm gonna cry. Which Roger, we yes. all we all know you and I are movie criers, so yeah,
1: I'm
2: a noted movie crier. So
0: you and I both. I'm a closet movie crier.